I tap two planes and cast Stoneforge Mystic. In response, I'm going to tap my Aether Vial and place a Master of the Pearl Trident from my hand onto the battlefield. That's not a very good play, Brian. I was gonna get Batskull, but now I'm gonna get Sword of Fire and Ice. I know, I know. I should have waited until the end of your turn, but honestly, I'm just so excited to be able to say, in response, without having to wait five seconds for the webcam delay. Oh, it is nice to play in person again, isn't it? It really is. You know, you don't realize all the little things you miss about the feeling of playing the game in person. And now that I'm double vaxxed, I'm never gonna take infect damage again. <laughs> Vince, that's neither how the mechanic nor the COVID vaccine works. So what's your favorite thing about being able to play Magic again in person? Oh gosh, well, if I had to pick one thing, it's got to be the immediacy. Being able to make deals at the commander table and have people talk over each other without their microphones overlapping into pure noise. Asking to read someone's card and then them just handing it to you. That shared moment of realization when you all notice at once that the underdog has snatched victory from the jaws of defeat, cheering at each other through Magic the Gathering themed face masks. <sighs> what a true treasure. Yeah, it truly is a beautiful game, isn't it? Oh, good gracious, I've really blathered on there. What about you, Vince? What's the thing that you've missed most? Oh, for me? Oh, it's being able to eat my opponent's cards when I beat them. Yeah, it's the simple pleasures of paper mat- wait, what? Knocking the last point of life off your opponent's spin down? Watching the last dregs of hope drain from their sagging face? They look at you, eyes like broken shop windows. Vince, they beg, their voice like an empty packet of monster munch being dragged across the concrete by a low wind. Vince, please don't eat my deck. Not again. It's not in the rules. You don't have to. <laughs> but Connor, you purr back, taking a hearty swig of water and lubricating your mouth for the task at hand. Mm, you've, you've got, got to, to learn. learn. You've got to learn the agony of defeat to improve. And it's clear my lessons are still needed. He begins to cry as you place the top card of his library into your mouth. And then the next, and then the next. And by the time his cheeks are red from sobbing, you fit the entire deck, sideboard and all, inside your mouth. Now, grotesquely, dislocating your jaw like some kind of terrible anaconda, you pulse, and the muscles in your mouth and neck and, oh, like a deer sinking into tar, the deck disappears down your throat. My God, that's the most horrifying thing I've ever heard. And then to the problem, I give him the deck back afterwards, Brian. I don't know if I even want to ask this, but how? Thanks to you, everyone is double-sleeving their decks nowadays anyway, so there's going to come out the other end good as new. Ah, it's so rewarding to hear that my content has had a positive impact on this game. Brian. Brian, what do you think? I've got a, a Furby jumper on. How do you feel about Furbies? I feel that's very appropriate for today's episode because we're talking about secret layers and one of the Biggest suspicions in Magic the Gathering is that there will be a Furby secret layer because so. you hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think you expected this, were you? Welcome to the rumor mill where we're going to talk about nothing about rumors. No, for we're an not hour. doing. Okay. <laughs> a very reliable source tells me that there will be secret layer Furby, but then again, a very reliable source told me we're going back to Lorwyn. So, and that was like seven years ago. So, no, no, no. I don't go by that sort of thing. But there has been a lot floating. Yeah. 
that Furby, because it is owned by Hasbro, mm -hmm. and yeah. it's not just owned by Hasbro, that's a big property for them. Yeah. I think it's gone down a little bit, but the Furby craze wasn't that long well, ago. Well, the Furby craze has gone, but there's, there's a bit of 90s retro revival. Thing. Right. This jumper is, it's like a, from a brand, like a high street brand sort of thing. There is a Furby revival. My wife has a Furby phone case that was done through ASOS, or one of the British clothing companies. So like Furbies and 90s retro and stuff is cool again, right? It's the cycle of nostalgia. Right. So yeah, Furby's up as a thing for older people to be, uh, Nostalgic about, as well as the new toys that obviously they bring out as well. Nostalgia sells. Today we're going to be talking about all things universes beyond and IP crossover from the potential Furby or other nostalgia IP secret layers, skins versus mechanically unique, both within secret layers and within universes beyond properties like the modern legal Lord of the Rings supplemental <laughs> yes, set, yes. and also what you think of that. Our predictions, non-cynical and non-joking predictions for what future IP crossovers we realistically expect to see, as well as much more. It's dies to removal. Vince, why are you excited about Furby Secret Lair? We don't know. It's coming. <laughs> it's been a huge rumor, though. Yeah. Let's why spend... would you? Why would a Furby Secret so Lair make you So hypothetically, if it was coming, because we need to talk about that, right? Because we can't spend too much time on a rumor. Right. No. Um, I like weird skins and weird ways of engaging with magic like that that isn't mechanically unique. So on my channel, I've been very clean about how, clear, sorry, about how The Walking Dead secret did annoy me. I was very annoyed mm -hmm. about it. But it wasn't because of Rick Grimes or Negan or Negan or however you pronounce it. Mm -hmm. It was the mechanically unique aspect to it. So like Furby reskins of like Stuffy Doll. Imagine a Stuffy Doll where it's like a burnt, charred Furby. And just stuff like that, I think is a really cool, unique thing that takes, it damages nothing, it takes nothing away, barring perhaps the integrity of the game, some would argue, but gives so much back for us to engage with and have fun with. So in terms of The Walking Dead, do you think I, when I did my video, was negging about Negan? I don't know what negging is. I thought that was, let's not go down that route. You wouldn't. <laughs> But you wouldn't know that. You know a lot of things, but you wouldn't even know what nagging is. It doesn't surprise me. You asked me if I want a bag know. of chips earlier, and I was like, <laughs> what? Some like, like actual like potatoes? Like, I anyway. was just nagging you. Right, right. But uh, yeah, if the Furby's not mechanically unique, I'm on board. And that's going to be the through line for a lot of what I'm going to say this episode, not to throw it all out there. But if they are mechanically unique, we're just going to get, the, let's say there's five Furbies yeah. that are mechanically unique. There'll be a unique. legendary one, probably. In six, in six months, we'll just get a Magic the Gathering flavor on the list. And assuming that they appear as frequently as the mathematics seems to apply, apply, imply, as soon as the mathematics seems to imply, what's the problem there? Do you have a problem that they're mechanically unique for six months and then we get Magic yeah, versions? Yeah, when they first announced that, I thought it was garbage, real garbage. Uh, they've since said that uh, the list slot where things will get reprinted. So mm -hmm. we should probably just clarify this for people who haven't been following. Originally, mechanically unique stuff, not including The Walking Dead, not retroactively, but going forward, mm -hmm. mechanically unique secret layers will be reprinted into the list slot in set boosters for a set in approximately six months' time. I thought that was terrible because the list is not good for a reprint area anyway. So the magic versions of those cards are going to be so expensive. I was kind of weirdly getting negging, looking forward to how expensive they were going to be because it was going to be such a drama. They have since said that half of the list slots will be these reprints. So the, so these um, the Stranger Things ones, that's the ones that they've talked about openly, are going to be much more common than we first thought. So that's good. I still think the list is a bad place to put them though, but I think the list is just a bad place to put any reprints. It's just not a good place to reprint cards. I agree with you and yet disagree with you simultaneously. I did have that initial reaction when they said it's gonna be on the list. I said, that's outrageous. There won't be any in existence. But when they said we're gonna print it in high frequency on the list and people who know math better than me, namely 
Saffron Olive, yeah, yeah. Uh, you probably know him better as Seth, mm-hmm. said that's actually gonna show up a lot. And I, I'm like, all right, assuming that does, that's good. Uh, I feel the list is not a good place for effective reprints, except in this instance where it sounds like you will have a lot of chances at them. We will see how effective that is long-term. It won't even be the first set or even two that contains them, but rather a year later where it's at. If the version of Rick maybe Odric to make up for Innistrad. Well, if the they, version but, but, of Rick- But they're not coming. They've said, they have said, there's been nothing about Walking Dead coming you're in incorrect. Uh, 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 you are incorrect, dear Pleasant Kenobi. Uh, mm-hmm. So you're incorrect about how to use negging. You were wrong about you I used it. I don't know what it, negging is. But, but you used it incorrectly. So where you're bad at that. Dead, then? Go on. And uh, you're incorrect. They said, we've changed our mind again. They literally have a cross out through it on the webpage. And they said, yep, we're doing <laughs> Walking Dead ones. That, that teaches me to read it on the day it was released and not later on once they've erotted it, I guess. They, yeah. Okay, good. That's so something. So they said, we will not do Walking Dead on the list. And then they literally crossed it out. It's on the webpage, crossed out, and it says, actually, we're going to do it. The, 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 <laughs> The problem is with them putting them into the list and whether or not I'm happy with how they're doing it now is that we have no precedent for this. We have no historical yeah. example of this. So yeah. it's very hard for me to sit here and be like, that's great or that's bad. It was bad when it was just going to be like in the mythic slot of the list because that is just like astronomically low in terms of how yeah. many there would be. Now this sounds better, but I'm willing to sit there and be like, okay, it's all okay. I'm, I'm hoping it'll all be okay. But we have nothing to compare it to. I like to compare it to historic examples to get an idea. Well, what I don't understand is why I'm feeling optimistic about this and you're feeling pessimistic. We got it on the wrong side here. Oh, because I think, feeling... no, no, no. I'm cool for like crossovers. I don't think their reprinting is very good. There's, there's, there's yeah, my yeah. sort of I, I don't think their reprinting in any other area no. is pretty good, but I feel optimistic uh, that, hey, that- Hey, they just reprinted the standard legal sets again in black and white. Is that not the kind of reprints you want, Brian? Is that not the kind of reprints you want? They're reprinting everything except the needed reprints. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They they heard that we wanted reprints. It's like it's the the monkey's paw, isn't it? You want reprints? Here's some reprints. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, oh, that was really funny. See, you do have things you do well, just not... Okay, I'm going to stop nagging you. Anyway, what's wrong with Furbies? I feel that Furbies are not magic adjacent. (laughs) No, they're not. But neither is Fortnite. Pandora's box is open, Brian. The Fortnite ones will be skins. Yes. The Street Fighter ones will be mechanically unique for the six-month window. Chun-Li will probably have multi-kicker. Let, let, let's do a bit of a, timing us for here, because by the time this goes out, we could have Street Fighter Secret Lives be revealed. So this, this one will be out maybe uh, b- before the end of 2021. So at, at present time of recording, we've seen all of uh, Stranger Things. That's that's the last Secret Lair of Mechanically mm-hmm. Unique we've seen. We know Chen Li is Mechanically Unique. We have not seen it yet. Right. So by the time this goes out, there could be a reveal of that for the 28th anniversary or 25th anniversary of Street Fighter or whatever. But none of these things are magic adjacent. None of these things are magic adjacent. We've already, we, we, I guess one of the good things they did, which I didn't like at first, is they went real deep on it straight away. They're mm-hmm. like, the walking dead, here's a police car in the art. Here's, here's, and they go like, when they announced Fortnite, I was like, it was live on stream and I was yeah. like screaming no. I couldn't believe, it was the bottom of the barrel. In many ways, I'm thankful that they went to the bottom of the barrel very soon. So I can kind of like, almost like catharsis, I can breathe and be like, okay, from here on out, it can't get any worse. It can get worse. But we're going to make our predictions yeah, that sure, are realistic, sure. not cynical. I'm not doing joke predictions. Yeah. I'm going to say... We've done joke predictions in a we video have, before. That's, yeah. that we've done skits and stuff like that. Yeah, but, yeah. But, okay. My question to you is this. How much do you think that they should have adhered to magic adjacent or should they have not said that at all? So there's two things, two alternate realities. 
they say, like they did in that announcement, where they didn't promise Magic Adjacent, but they implied, like, yeah, it's important that it be Magic Adjacent sure. in that, that one announcement when everyone was upset about The Walking Dead. And they're like, Walking Dead's Magic Adjacent. It has zombies and combat. There is conflict in this drama. Right. <laughs> Should they have never said Magic Adjacent to make us start thinking Magic Adjacent is a criteria? Or should they have adhered to it internally and said, look, it has to be magic adjacent, possibly more magic adjacent than The Walking Dead, that we wouldn't have done a Stranger Things one if by that criteria. Just before I even ask about Furbies being magic adjacent or Fortnite being magic adjacent. Furbies could exist in the magic world. Do you think fair. secret layer IP crossovers should... I, Lord of the Rings, is that magic adjacent? But I'm, I'm less excited about Lord of the Rings and Dungeons and Dragons because it's so close. It right. doesn't feel like... It doesn't feel that different, honestly. Like, they are adjacent, and they're the ones I'm less excited for, in a way, because it's just so... It's the same thing. I do think that initially, when they first did it, because The Walking Dead was controversial. Yeah. I, I've done several videos on it. One of my videos is called, like, Why This Sucks, essentially. Yeah. So I was very negative about The Walking Dead. I, I, I want to make that very clear. But I think initially they weren't very clean or clear with their outlook, right? Universes Beyond as a concept wasn't around for the first one. It was like kind of like the article that came after the fact. The Walking Dead ones don't have the Universes Beyond mm -hmm. triangular hologram. They do. They do? Which ones didn't then? Which course of it didn't Godzilla. happen? Right, okay. I'm getting mixed up here. There's a lot of products I, to I love get mixed up over. Jeez. So, before we started shooting, Vince says to me, he says, I'm going to be honest with you, Brian. He calls me Brian for some reason. It's, it's I'm going but... to be honest with you, Brian. I don't know how you're able to, to keep all of the products and versions straight in your head. And I said, well, I've been making more and more mistakes lately, but I try, but this makes me feel I'm doing an okay <laughs> job because I, as the product guy, quote yeah, unquote, yeah. I've got a little bit more of it. Yeah, no, uh, uh, And the again, Walking the mechanical, Dead. the way the cards work, we talked about this as well, the way the cards work in the game is more important mm. than the content I make. So therefore, right. the price point of stuff, because I'm, I'm kind can, of a big wait, deal now. game? Yeah, there's a game attached to this. It's not just a collectible market. Oh, I heard some people. Manipulate, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard some people play a game with their magic cards. Yes. Is that catching on? Yes, I'm hoping in a few years' time we'll have a Universes Beyond format where the only things that are legal are Universes Beyond. Oh, he didn't know ah. I was coming to this. Ah. Ah. How cool would that be, though? No. The only things you, it's like Smash Bros. the game. It is, it is the, it is the smash-up that they're trying to get going, right? I think that'd be cool. Can we go back to where I was the optimistic sure, sure, one sure. of the two of us? You didn't answer my question though, which is, do you think in, in an ideal world that they should have had a kind of internal rule that no, I, IP I don't, cross, I don't, you I think, don't, no, no, you think the I think opposite. If, the, if they're skins. They shouldn't have said it then because they shouldn't have even agreed, said agreed. the word magic adjacent. It was, I think them saying the walking dead is magic adjacent is right next on the list under, well then maybe this product isn't for you. Yeah. Like yeah. I think that's the, it's like, don't say that. Don't, then don't say. Yeah. It's okay because it's magic adjacent. If the, you must have known at that point that Stranger Things or whatever was in the pipeline, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so 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 do you feel then the current question is that they should have kept it magic adjacent? Do you feel like Lord of the Rings and D and D is okay? Where was where is the line? What is the line? I mean, I feel it should have been uh, uh, Godzilla skins uh, 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 from day one, and maybe. Some people had problem with Godzilla because it was like you know missiles and yeah, I there's, think there was a skys tank, there's a tank. There's skyscrapers, right? a helicopter, jet, in one there's of them. a jet in yeah. one of them. Yeah, uh, all I'll point to is the fact that I personally don't dig Godzilla, and when Ikoria came out, I didn't make a single video or even tweet negatively on those yeah, things. Yeah, I didn't report on it. I didn't care. It wasn't for me. It didn't affect the game. Had really. those been a secret layer instead of in packs? I think the list solves the problem. I said this in my uh, Stranger Things video. 
I think the list puts the treatments in packs. I wish that the alternate, that the universes beyond artwork had the card name, the real magic yeah. card name on it, yeah. because essentially what we're getting is the reverse. We're getting a magic skin of a universes beyond original but, design. But, but neither of them are to mention the name of the other one in any way, shape, or form. You're just to know. Thank God it's not going to say Rick Fearless well, later on that, my That would also make it difficult for them to put them later when they lose the rights to those yeah. characters and stuff. But the, the weird thing is, because I've had people in my comments going, oh, I can just play two of these in my commander decks. I'm like, no, they are functioning the same card with a different name, which is, not, which is a very strange weird thing. Maybe it'll happen and we'll all be like, oh, that's not actually as strange as I'm thinking it'll feel. But it'll be very strange if, like, you know, I clone your Rick Steadfast leader, but I've already got the magic equivalent one over here, so then one of them dies a state-based action. It's just, it's just strange. It's yeah. very, very strange. So where's the I line? I think the ultimate troll, it's, it's Rick Fearless leader is the card, right? Or is it Steadfast? It's steadfast. Steadfast. The best troll would be if the magic version of Rick Steadfast leader was Odric Steadfast leader. So that it's that they did that as a troll to be like, there you go, here's your magic version. Instead of Rick, you get Odric. And the rest of the name is the same steadfast leader. So it's like just such a minimal yeah. like it you would almost just be do it with such a biro. A... You can almost do it with a biro right. to change. Yeah, yeah. But what well, what about what about if we start getting this is this is a bit of a tangent, but imagine this, right? Imagine this concept. Yes. We get Odric Steadfast Leader, and you're like, cool. And then the next secret layer is reskins of the Walking Dead one into a different property. So we get Rick Pickle Leader and uh, right. Rick and Morty themed oh, versions God, of the right. Walking Rick, Dead ones. Rick and F then what we've got then is three different cards that you can't play three of in your commander deck, but they've got different skins and different names. What if that happens? I think you just gave them a product idea. And uh, yeah. if we if this gets posted to Reddit, they'll do it because they read Reddit and they get their product ideas from I, I'm Reddit. looking forward to people trying to play three of the same card with different names in their decks. It's not gonna happen now. It might are happen you really, a couple are you being years. sarcastic? I'm being very sarcastic. Okay, yeah, That's yeah. That's the bit I read I don't care about that. That doesn't bother me. I feel, I always have had the confidence that Magic the Gathering players can figure that out because sure. I'm someone who thinks that uh, uh, the Canadian Highlander point system is not too much. I don't think that, I think Magic players can figure it out. So yeah. that doesn't concern me. I feel that, it should have been maybe magic adjacent, but since they didn't plan on it, they never should have used that phrase because everyone latched onto it. Uh, I've often felt maybe Wizards of the Coast just has a bad PR problem, and if they had better PR, yeah. uh, uh, they wouldn't have as many of these explosions. Yeah. Everyone are trying to blame content creators. Some copywriters, too, to help them make sure these things read well or are correct or don't need to be erotic later. maybe don't say this product isn't for you and don't but worry The Walking Dead is magic how adjacent. How is Furby not magic adjacent? Let's go back to that. How is Furby magic adjacent? So we, we go to a new plane tomorrow. The plane is, where are we going? We're going to Nukapenna. Let's just say in Nukapenna, there is a race of creatures called Furbies. They're, they're gremlins. We have gremlins on, uh, on Kaladesh. We have Furbies on Kapenna. And Furbies just exist. Why not? Can you not imagine it in the magic universe? All right, you sold me on Furbies. <laughs> yes! <laughs> but it's kind of like them. It's like Ewoks. Oh, they can't do Star Wars, can I? You don't know Star Wars. I don't know Star Wars. Star they put Wars, teddy bears I know in the Star Wars. I know, to sell no, no, no. I know, like I know Darth Vader and the Ewok. Ewoks. That's with. Yeah, I, I've seen shots of the guy in the furry dude and stuff. The guy in the furry dude. The Ewok. There's no furries in Star Wars. One of the main characters in the original ones. One of the main characters. No, he's, he's, is he's Ewok. a He's a Wookie. He's a Wookie. Wookies are big bears. Ewoks are tiny, cute, cuddly bears. In the third movie, oh, they introduced boy. Ewoks with the purpose of selling toys. I thought he was he, in the very first one. He okay. is. He is. The Ewok but, is in the, the first one. But the point is. Chewbacca toys were cool, but they could do cute little cuddly toys. Right. And people were like, that's just for toys. I'm like, yeah, it is. And that's what Furbies would be for magic. Is it weird that like my awareness of Star Wars is just that the Ewok was in the first movie and everybody He's not forgot. in the first movie, he's in the third movie. Oh, I thought it was a main character. 
He is. That's a Wookiee. We're saying the same lines over. I'm so I sorry. Don't know if you're Comment section. With me. No. I legitimately don't Wookie, know if you're messing big, with me or not. Ewok, small. Comment section, please ridicule him. I cannot believe anyone. Anyway, I don't know what he's talking about. Ewoks now. were put in to sell toys. That's what Furby is. Furby allows them to sell magic plushies. We have a Fibblethip plushie. We have a few plushies talking about. Is there a Nickel Bar plushie? Mark Rosewater got mad at me once in a private conversation. No, he didn't get mad at me. He chastised me because I said Darth Vader blew up the Death Star. And he was like, Are you joking? And I'm like, no, he like like I said, I know Darth Vader blew up the Death Star. And and he he thought and he was like, Darth Vader didn't blow up the Death Star. The, the the Luke did, and I said I thought he was the good guy, and he said the Death Star was a bad thing, and I'm like, oh. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, right? Well, Even I thought, well, when you blow it up, he blew it up, he blew up the Death, Death Star. Death Star? How does that sound like a good guy? He didn't guy get reference. mad at me. He was he was he was like he couldn't believe I thought Darth Vader blew up the Death Star. I imagine liking Doctor Who so much that it yeah. blinds you from the cultural osmosis <laughs> of actual Star Wars. It's crazy. Anyway, Furbies and magic to sell Furby plushies that the magic players would buy. Yeah. I think I think that fits. Yeah, I think it's coming too. I do think the Furby one, uh, like what New Year's, uh, uh, twenty twenty two, April Fools, sorry, not New Year's, April Fools is what you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. April, April. Maybe, April. maybe not. So I'm buying it. Do you think then that there should no be no mechanically unique secret yeah, layer yeah, ones? Yeah. That it should all just be skins. Yeah, because so to talk about secret layer, one of the problems is FOMO, right? Mm -hmm. And I think FOMO is worse when you're selling game pieces that are playable in formats like Legacy, where there's actually prizes on the line, and Commander, where there's less prizes, but you're still getting game pieces that other people don't have access to early. It makes the FOMO worse. And we never needed this, and we still don't need it. And I still stand strong that we don't need mechanically unique sold early because you just get you just paywalling content essentially. Which and then later on you get six months later in a slot that we don't even know if it's going to reprint it enough. I do not like that, and I stand really firm against that. Skins are fine. Mechanical unique is kind of gross. But it's not mechanically. It's only temporarily mechanically unique now. Yeah, so they're getting better. I don't have a problem with that. That's I don't. Right. And the only thing I'm going to be scrutinizing when like New Capenna comes out and they've got the Stranger Things uh, skin, magic skins in there mm -hmm. is I want to see if they're like fifty bucks each. I will not be happy. If they go to 50, now if they're in New Capenna and it's on the secondary market and they're like five bucks each or even just a dollar each, maybe it's like no one cares about that. That's ideal, yeah. That's fine. And then if in two years it's like 50 bucks, it's like that's also fine because they were available. Then it's like they need to be reprinted like Fetchlands, but they were in the $4 or $5 so packs. You, so again, it's not, it's not I don't know why the list, maybe, maybe I just felt so downtrodden by what they did with The Walking Dead and then the Fortnite <laughs> announcement that the idea that you will get magic cards in magic packs just made me go, thank you, thank you, masters. Yeah, thank it's, you, it's, please, thank we you. We see this a lot, though, the U-turns. I mean, yeah. not to get too off to other topics, but we saw it with the historic when every every card, every wild, every rare would be two wild cards. I was like, no, don't do that. And they U-turn, you're like, oh, thank, thank you, wizards, for U-turning. Right. There's a lot of that, they U-turn on stuff. Some people think that they do that on purpose. Yes, I'm I think not, that's crazy. That's tinfoil hat territory, that's, let's avoid that's that. assuming they're more organized. But so, than... you, so six months of mechanically unique sort of buy it early, get in, early do you not think that's kind of gross yeah. like I, uh, maybe i'm being a little bit irrational i can't really rationalize why but i just the idea that you can pay for early access to a card before your friends do oh, is kind of dumb but don't you think it's kind of gross that you spend four dollars on a pack and you're trying to get a eight dollar <laughs> card and it's for ages 13 and up yes there's certain concessions we make where we say oh yes it's totally gambling and it's totally predatory but it doesn't mean we have to lay on more on top of that but the gambling already it's exists. So I mean, profitable. But we've bought into the gambling 25 yeah. years ago, some of right. us. Or I me, mean, I'm only 21, so in recent years, right? Right. Um, even though I was getting confused about like Zendikar, Shard Standard, another recording we did. I'm only 21. Anyway, 
you're already buying into that. So why layer up more disgusting practices? Or like, oh, it's gambling, so it's okay if we have a FOMO-inspired six-month window of buy now and you can play before your friends do. Because what they did originally was so outrageous and unacceptable that I'll grasp onto this for dear life because it means that we're getting not what it should have been, but close enough, closer than I thought they'd go. Because it should have just been the Godzilla cards and packs to begin with. Yeah, and, and, sure. Yeah. But I really hope that Mechanically Unique becomes... This is the thing they do for a little while, and they're like, you know what, this was never the right thing to do. There's people, like when we look back at the examples of this in the past, like the little the little dragon card that was for Dragon Con many mm -hmm. moons ago, this will be a relic of the past. They'll be like, do you remember when Secret Theirs were mechanically unique? We'll do this in a year or two's time. Be like, ah, oh, I'm so glad they stopped doing that. That's what I hope for. I hope they see sense and be like, skins are fine, collectibles are fine, alternate art versions of cards that are desirable are fine. That's, why do we have to have, well, why do we have to, it's profitable, but yeah. Remember when they put five of the 10 fetch lands in a secret layer and charged a little bit more than the Commander Anthology, which turned out being like $350 yeah. for it. About the they, cost of a Commander and then they Anthology. Put, and then they put five Phyrexian Praetors in a secret layer and charged $29.99. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like the Elish Norn one that they gave to judges as a thank you for being a judge, was selling for like $300 at that point on the secondary market, and they had no problem reprinting that in $29.99 secret layer, but they did have a problem putting neat fetch lands in a $29.99 secret layer, and then they reprinted shock lands, but they didn't put five shock lands in a secret layer, they put three shock lands in a secret layer, and then another three, and you had to buy extra shock lands if you wanted to get all 10. You're just listing off gross things. Just like, that's all gross. But yeah. like at some point you have to be like, stop being gross, wizards. Stop it. But, but also those things. <laughs> this those... is an abusive relationship. I guess stop it, it. Stop it. Oh, yes. Thank you, master. But, but, but you. all those things, I guess, they already exist out there. That, that's the other weird thing, right? Mm. It's having cards that wizards is directly selling to you through their store that you can't get anywhere else. And right. that is such a weird place to be when only... A year and a half, two years ago, whenever I started, maybe two and a half years ago, we didn't have wizards directly selling to us at all in terms of product like that, right? right. That wasn't a thing. Right. And now they're selling us actual cards that you cannot get in a booster, not yet, right. anyway. And they're like, oh, in about six months. And also, it's very about six months. I'm glad they've actually gave us Nuka Pena as a date for, the secret, for those mm -hmm. trading. I, I like that. And I do want to also... Yeah, yeah, credit where credit is due. Credit is right. where credit That's is what due, I was yeah. just about to do. I, I really want to say this, too, which is obviously this is the Moan and Groan show. Obviously, it's the most negative episode we filmed so far. Yeah, of the new batch, <laughs> we filmed batch, more yeah. negative episodes of this show okay, over the years. Fair, fair. But uh, uh, NES, I know it's the old man yells at cloud, and I'm the old man who yells at the cloud. I'm the young I'm man, optimistic. like leave the clouds alone, Grandpa. It's Ex time to except go home. as far as the reprints on the list. But I don't think it's fair if a comp if Wizards changes its mind in a good way to like get to give them bad bad reception to them doing the right thing eventually. Sure. There is a level of, why didn't you do this to begin with? But at the very least, they said, hey, you know what? Fine, we will reprint the Walking Dead cards. Now, this is where I get into the idea that I think it's just bad, like, PR, is that if they had just had their act together and from the start said, here are the Walking Dead cards. In six months, the Magic versions will be appearing in $4 booster packs in plentiful supply, Please enjoy, the, 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 you, yes, you can theoretically play with them exclusively. It would have been such less of an uproar. Of, of course, and, and And such, and so, you know, maybe they need to look at how they talk. And, and, you know, again, same thing. Maybe if they were like, hey, by the way, we know that 
some really wild non-magical adjacent stuff is coming, don't try and justify Walking Dead by saying, well, at least it's magic adjacent because that's just gonna hurt us later on. Well, like they, yeah. they need this kind of like, and I understand you, you will make mistakes. People will get upset, but there's a certain point of like, wait a sec, if you say this product isn't for you, then people are going to feel upset. So they're, 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 we've talked before about how they don't have the ability to beta test cards. They can't go out to the community and be like, here are the cards, because of the right. leaks and the problems. They do kind of do that with their PR and their plans. Because mm. like Walking Dead was never, ever, ever said, these will be reprinted later. Mm. It was only when there was a huge amount of backlash. And the backlash was like severe. One of the most severe yeah, backlashes we've had in a long time. Um, that's when they were like, oh, well, Rosewater said unofficially on Twitter, there, there is we have the potential to do this. And then the plans came later in official articles and stuff, right? right? So it's almost like they're like, they've got it, they've got like a plan. It's not very strong plan. I'm not very solid plan. Mm -hmm. And they put it out there. They see the reaction and then they mold their approach yes. after that, which is fine. And it's good to see that they have the, they do have the conversation with us and take it on board. Again, they're not doing quite what I want. So you are right. They have adjusted course, which is good. But it does seem like they don't have a concrete... They, they, they Imagine if advanced, they had but... conversations with people ahead of time. Anyway, this is not the topic. But they, but they kind of are in a way. They're just doing it very publicly and very like, oh, whoopsie, whoopsie. <laughs> but they worked two years in advance, but they've evidently changed their plans for this because of how the Walking Dead backlash went, which is interesting to see they can adjust It is, it is. Also coming up, in addition to Secret Layers, we have Lord of the Rings, a complete Magic the Gathering mm -hmm. set along the lines of uh, New Capenna, Innistrad, M20. This is a complete 250 plus card Magic the Gathering set that will be th themed Lord of the Rings. And we have five, is it four or five? Five, four or five, we have four or five. I don't think we know the number yet. I don't think we know the number yet. I think it's four or five, I think they may have said. Anyway, we have many. Several, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. several possibly some number. more. Some number, some number, <laughs> zero is a number, but not zero. We have a number above zero of commander decks and the commander decks will not have a few Warhammer universes beyond cards. They will be Warhammer commander decks, meaning, and people are now theorizing, well, maybe there will be reprints of magic cards with Warhammer art on it, but it'll still say Doomblade maybe. Yeah, yeah. Warhammer, Warhammer 40,000, don't forget. Because Warhammer is adjacent to magic. Yeah. They they have very consciously, very purposefully gone for the one that isn't adjacent. It's almost like these Warhammer Age of Sigma, the fantasy version, is kind of like a competitor in some ways. And they're like, oh, let's do the crossover with the space sci-fi one I with see. flying ships. Yeah. And you're like, oh, what what a weird choice. But it kind of makes sense if they've got a competing brand. Yes. So yeah. So these are coming, and this is big because you cannot reprint mm -hmm. an entire set in magic skins. And so in the case of Lord of the Rings, they're going to choose the cards that end up seeing play in Commander and Legacy and Modern because despite the fact that supplemental sets like Conspiracy and Battle Bond and uh, all of those other sets, those do not go into Modern. You have mm -hmm. to go into Standard to go into Modern. They've just declared against the way the format works, this will be Modern legal. Yeah. So the cards from Lord of the Rings that get played in Modern, uh, those cards, will hopefully be reprinted on the list, but not all of them. Yeah. And so if you've got a pet jank card, or there's a legendary creature in there that's only 70 cents, but you want as your commander, you're not going to get magic versions of those cards. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings thing is is weird. It's not the first time though, because obviously Modern Horizons 1 and 2 were all new cards directed straight into modern. It's the first time we'd seen that. So that was when they broke that rule. They're now just breaking that rule arbitrarily, perhaps, 
for a Lord of the Rings set, which is kind of strange. Yeah. Would you admit that is... You did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. I don't really understand why they're doing it's it. It's strange point. for a lot of reasons, especially now we go back into communications with the, the player base, but players were saying, hey, with the Walking Dead and Universes Beyond cards, why are you making these legacy legal? This is disrupting legacy. Can you just say this isn't legacy legal? And Watsi said, we are bound by the rules of the legacy format. Do you remember this? The mm. way legacy works is that the cards will be legacy legal. Yeah. And they said, we can't, that's the format. They were like, our hands are tied, but the way modern works, these should not be modern legal. Well, there's, there's a tension. So they can't, so they want them to be commander playable, basically. Right. And there is this tension where wizards believe that civil border stuff isn't good for commander. There was an experiment, wasn't there, when the when unstable, no, unstable, third mm -hmm. one? Unstable, third one? Yes. Yeah, unstable. Yes, you correct. When unstable came out, they did a window where it was legal in commander, right? And then they right. closed that window. And I don't really know what the results of that experiment were because it's not been publicly talked about that much. But they believe that silver border cards aren't perceived very well, don't sell that well, don't, aren't a thing that people want. So instead of silver bordering them to get them into commander, this is this is my theory, but to get them to commander, they're, like, they're black border. Right. And then they're confined by legacy has all black border cards in it. Right. And luckily, nothing has been ludicrously broken. Rick, Rick Steadfast Leader did see play and does see a bit of play in humans because it's a very strong human card. Mm -hmm. But so far, so good. Because people were like, they will make a mistake. They will. Of course. They, they never planned for Trinity Nemesis to be a legacy staple on it. It is. Even if the 250 cards from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and so this is the weird thing. Or they're like, people are saying, don't do this. And they're just like, no, oh, here's, here's Lord of the Rings. It's modern legal. It's, it's just such a strange yeah. choice. But the, like, the, 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 and the answer, and now here's me, hey, I get to be cynical again, is because they know that that'll make it sell better because yeah. people are going to buy it for modern. Uh, uh, modern, which was once described by Watsi as not selling packs, is now what sells packs because Modern Horizons I've packs always are that was a lie, though. I always, always a lie. Of course. Yeah. This is also, I really want to do the topic to you of, is Magic the Gathering just an amazing game that has terrible, you know, public and player relations? Yeah. Because they just keep lying or saying whatever on so many of these issues to kind of shut you up. Yeah. And, and you can't sell packs as they hand you Modern Masters at a premium price. And right. everyone's like, yes, please. So strange. Right, right. And then the, all these problems with like, you know, double feature. Anyway. The, yeah, the only possible reason for it to be Modern Legal is to ensure that it sells. Right. Maybe they're not, and that that's scary in some ways because then that suggests they don't believe in the quality of the product itself, perhaps. I mean, that, that, that is talking about intent, but if you need to find a reason to sell it or a way to sell it, that just suggests that the other options, drafting it, for example, or its or its right. commander appeal isn't high enough. Right. Or it could suggest some other things too, which is like, that they have a desire because the similarities, as we discussed in a previous episode, between Pioneer and Modern were too strong. And at the time I okay. said, I said, why play, Pi except for the price, why play Pioneer instead of Modern? Mm -hmm. It's just a larger card pool. And so they're like, okay, let's make Modern all kinds of wild, crazy stuff in it. Now Modern has unique Modern cards printed for it. Pioneer's the format that's non-polluted. Huh. That's and actually... so now, oh, let's start making Lord of the Rings and additional sets modern legal so that Pioneer is the non-polluted That makes a lot of sense because look at Historic as well. They went right. out of their way to make Historic the non-rotating arena mm -hmm. eternal format, very different to modern and Pioneer by injecting random cards into it with anthologies. Right. They are definitely creating different unique um, uh, like play experiences, which is actually cool. Then you said this, and I'm like, huh, if that's conscious and that's the thing they're doing, I think that's a cool idea. Uh, sure. It also... <laughs> suggests that in addition to Reddit, they might actually watch the show and take notes because we really outlined that in that episode. Yeah. And now 
that episode is no longer true because the points that we made about how the formats were so similar in so many ways, yeah. now it's like modern is just its own crazy thing with Modern Horizons cards and Lord of the Rings cards. Gandalf control and Gollum right. storm yeah, will be yeah, good. Yeah. And that's not, so you mentioned this earlier, to go back to a thing you said we didn't touch on it, it's this idea that they're gonna have to reprint some of these because what happens, right. if, if 50 of these cards become staples, let's say it's Modern Horizons 3, but mm -hmm. Lord of the Rings skinned, which it might not be, but it could well be, right? Mm -hmm. We're gonna have 50 cards all absolutely dominating Modern and Legacy that need reprints because they just become incredibly expensive overnight. And then how easily can they get them back into circulation without we put them as Gandalf the Grey or Gandalf right. the White? Because they're not gonna use those names again later down the line because they probably won't have the license to do so. Right. So how do they get them back into circulation? Is it the list? Does the list just become the universe's beyond slot? You just gave him another idea. That's a good well, idea. <laughs> uh, whoever is watching this over at Watsy, there you go. Now this you is, don't need to pay him for his work. Like no, whoever... this, this is this is the Wizards R and D no product product right. um, theory room or whatever. We're throwing yeah. at the board and see what sticks. Right. But but it's true. It's a problem because one of the arguments initially was that Walking Dead was kind of creating its own reserve mm. list. Mm -hmm. Because if you can't reprint them, those cards then become extremely expensive, like the reserve list is. They have undone that, and credit where credit is due, they've undone that by doing this whole list solution. But we might see it again with Lord of the Rings. Why and am similar. I not more upset about the idea? Almost if you made the list just what you proposed, for some reason, I'm not upset about it. The blood doesn't boil. I, I must be a victim here or something, and this is a reaction. <laughs> but the idea that the list, never mind the 500 ridiculous reprints on it, but just that the and list only one in every is the universe's beyond slot and is plentiful and will get those cards that were in secret layers into players' hands. I kind of really like that. But then, but then, would you not be, uh, the commenters can tell us, would you be angry if you bought a secret layer for your exclusive Thing in my bobs, and exclusive. then you know it's not exclusive. Well, yeah, when you I guess, buy it. well, I guess yeah. Up front, the outside. Six months, it'll be in, in in booster packs. Yeah, okay, that's fair. But the that's artwork fair. is exclusive, and maybe they'll even go forward and say that we will never reprint this Gandalf artwork again, even if we one day get the license to reprint Gandalf the Grey. We'll use new. This artwork will only appear once. The card yeah. will be reprinted, but the artwork will not. The card you will have access to in five dollar booster well, packs. You've been on this for years, right? For reserve list. Yep, for reserve list. But they can't. They feel they can't do this for the reserve list. I've always said an art reserve list is almost kind of cool because then you go, oh, I love that art. I'm going to get those because mm -hmm. they won't ever reprint that art. And then someone gets upset and they go, well, I can't get that card. Yeah, you can. Here it is. It's 40 cents. It's just got different artwork. Yeah. I really love the art. Start trading towards it. it it's just a, a cosmetic thing. And I'm okay with that with a few reservation aspects to it. But I am okay with that. So we've come into this episode and I thought it was going to be very humdrum mm. and us just moaning about everything. Yeah. But it sounds like you're relatively positive to the whole idea as long as... The reprints of them in the, in the magic are plentiful. Are plentiful. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty okay as long as access is okay. The more access you have, the more it really is. People sometimes say that I'm just drumming up outrage, and I can't tell you anyone who knows me from just hanging out. It's just in my blood and philosophy that the answer is access. Access that's fair. It's okay for cards to cost four dollars. It's even okay for a card like Oracle of Moldiah to cost. 
$40. I'd like to see it reprinted, but if it goes back up there, it's okay, because I don't need Oracle for every deck. It's just a few specific decks that need Oracle. Sure. Dockside is more of a problem than Oracle. Yeah, but there's no, there's no alternative. But I don't like lands costing $40. I need eight lands for my modern deck, and they're 50 bucks each. That's outrageous. Yeah. The lands should be more affordable. And even if Oracle of Moldiah is $40, $50, Give us some reprints where it is in the $4 booster packs. And if it goes back to that price, then it goes back to that price. But we had that moment where we could go get $4 packs yeah. and get it. I'm okay with access. I don't like the other IP personally, but much like those Godzilla skins, I can live with it mostly if we have access to the magic themed cards. Because didn't, you didn't like Walking Dead coming to magic. So how do you feel about 40K? Because 40K is similarly grim and unoptimistic and very neggy. Some might say. I still don't think you're using that right. <laughs> Probably not. It's there is a negative uh, tint to Warhammer's like uh, aesthetic and its themes. Although all the art actually looks incredibly colourful, not Warhammer. That's an interesting point. Yeah. But so, how do you feel about the 40k stuff? Because I love it. I I'm so unbelievably excited for Warhammer 40k Commander decks. I am, I'm hyped. So that's kind of cool in that it's a property you enjoy. Uh, my friend uh, uh, Shivam and I joked as we both love uh, the world of Kryn, which is a different. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons world that we would be so much more over the moon for things like uh, uh, the Dungeons and Dragons set if it had been set on Kryn. And I get that. So for like, for you, for is that Warhammer. Is that Dragonlance? That's Dragonlance. Oh, okay. Kryn is Dragonlance, but that's, Dragonlance is D&D. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. a different setting. Yeah, yeah. It's a different world in their multiverse or what have you. And and we grew up on Dragonlance and we love it. And he, I mean, he's anyway, uh, very big into it and, and very good terms with the authors and stuff. I feel that I'm concerned about the fact I can't get magic versions. Mm -hmm. I'm concerned about the fact that Warhammer has guns. Does this, this one does have guns. We've already seen it. So we've seen a couple of pieces of artwork. One guy's got machine guns attached to his arms. Now There's like people that. flying with giant battle cannons, which is very funny because we were told only a year or so ago that guns don't belong in magic. Well, they say whatever they wanted <laughs> and, and all it does is create bad public relations. Yeah, yeah. But I don't like that. I can live with that. I don't like the fighter jet and the Godzilla artwork in the background or the tank or whatever it was. And yet I could live with it if I had the magic versions. I am concerned that these are gonna be 100 cards mm -hmm. that are all Warhammer cards, names, mm -hmm. and art that a handful will be put on the list. I am concerned Lord of the Rings is going to be the same. I am concerned that this is an excuse for them to make New Capenya. And the big question is, will New Capenya have guns because it's mobster world? Mm -hmm. And Tommy I gun. think- Tommy gun. here we go. I think New Capenya will have guns or gun-like items that are really close to guns. Gun adjacent, a wand with a handle, so a wand with a clip. So they can say Warhammer is still magic adjacent because magic has guns. I, and the thing is, you're saying about this about how there needs to be places to have the reprinted versions of the Warhammer cards. And I agree with you completely. And it's frustrating as someone who's excited for the Warhammer Commander decks. I know there's going to be a bit of a pushback on it. I know my condiment section is going to be full of people saying, I can't believe you're playing with them, Vince, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's frustrating because it kind of ruins the fun for me because people are rightfully a bit annoyed they can't get it in the theme or flavor that they want and they bought into this game wanting. It's not like the other way around where you're, you're looking for sci-fi skins of stuff. You've been playing Magic for 20 years or whatever. It's not unfair to be like, I would like Magic to look a little bit like Magic. That's a right. reasonable thing to say. So if those were easily accessible and readily available and going to happen, it's all good. But because it's so up in the air at the moment as to what they're going to do with all this, I am going to, as a player and a content creator, get backlash for playing my um, yeah. Gaskell Thracker deck. And that's sad, right? That's sad that something that I enjoy is going to have that 
that negative effect, and that could be cleared up with clearer communication clearer and communication. more of a concern towards giving us the magic versions of stuff. Yes, and also one of the things is that it's it could have been it would have been an interesting opportunity. Imagine if so they do their four to five commander decks every year. Now they'd also do them in sets, but they still have that, like these are our four to five of the year plus the commander sets that each set has. So what if in 2022, they had the four to five mainline commander decks of that year, just like always magic cards and magic sets, all of this. And they said simultaneously, simultaneously, or perhaps a little later, we are having secret layer commander decks. And it is those commander decks with Warhammer skins mm. on 100% of the cards in Warhammer art, but we just concurrently printed them. We didn't have to design That's new- That's a cool idea. Yeah, and then it's called- They do it the other way around though, because the Warhammer- they, they Yeah, I get... know, but I don't want it the other way yeah, around. I want would. it this way because nobody gets upset. The door, and then they want magic players to spend the money because they know they will. Yeah, 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 but that's the, then you do it this way, you call 1-800-WARHAMMER <laughs> hey, you're and you okay with get... it being gambling, so you're okay yeah. with this, this, you know? Just layer it up. Layer I, I, I don't think gambling is evil. Neither, neither uh, do I. What yeah. I'm getting at is, you said earlier in this podcast episode that, uh, oh, this is a bit scummy, and this is a bit scummy, and this is a bit scummy. You started listing them off. I, I, I think gambling You were listing for... all the scummy things off. Yeah. Like, so they'll just do it a scummy way, and we'll put up with it, because yeah. we're also used to it, and we're also in franchise right. that we can't get out. But I think that's a good idea. I think that's a very good idea. And then it's just called, cool, and now we've got it. Now there's no problem. The problem is, is that it's less, pro it's profitable, but less profitable. And so let's make it a problem. And the problem I have you already described, which is when they did Walking Dead and inevitably when they do Warhammer, the ire over the corporation's decisions will in some cases, many cases, be directed between player to player. Yeah. And I don't think that's fair. And I tried, even though I was very upset about Walking Dead and, and such, and I really tried to say, I will always sit down with you and play Commander, mm -hmm. always. I will not give you personally grief because you like these cards. I will try very hard not to, you know, like, like yuck your yum, as long as you acknowledge that, like you just said a minute ago, I can see how someone might feel a little bad about this, even though I'm excited. And I feel that my ire should be reserved for the corporation yeah. that decided to make these moves. I do also feel that there is a push on Wizards' part to, within the world of magic, expand magic outside of fantasy, mm -hmm. as we are seeing on Kamigawa Neon Dynasty and New Capenia, and the fact that Rosewater answered a cowboy world question with a yeah, I can see us getting there to Cowboy World, that they are expanding into this idea that magic is not limited to fantasy. And then when they do Guns and Warhammer or they do Fortnite or Street Fighter 2, they can say, this is very close to magic because magic is anything. And magic was not anything. Magic was fantasy and set in the fantasy worlds. Well, I, I, I take issue with, with the idea of fantasy. Not even with exception, because there's... There is a there is a um, uh, like a not not cyberpunk. I don't know what I'd use as the, the mechanical ships flying between worlds, robots, and it's not strictly. They're magical fantasy. robots. They're they not are programmed with robots. binary. Exactly. They're not programmed with one well, zero zero one. I, I don't They're really care with the programming. Runes. The programming you etch language. A rune of living upon it. It doesn't matter. The, the programming language doesn't matter to me whether it's sci-fi or fantasy in terms of a genre. Oh, but, but it, in this one it is fantasy. So whether it's sci-fi or fantasy, ours was fantasy, not sci-fi. 
I, there were I no guess? microchips. There were no, uh, uh, the wires were for but, magical So we're, we're getting into the weeds about genre, and we can do, I'd love to, because yeah, yeah. Warhammer 40K, as it's got spaceships and guns and lasers, isn't science fiction. Okay. Science is a thing that no one understands. We're the dark age of technology. People pray that their guns will work, and they use incense and praise the, 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 the gods that they don't understand to make sure their tanks right. work. So the whole point is, it, it's gothic, dark fantasy, with a skin, it's iconographic, iconographically sci-fi, spaceships and laser guns, That's but thematically and plot point wise, it's actually really lot interesting. It is. It's to a be good honest with property. you. I, but anyway. you, you know what puts me off about it? The violence. The guns. <laughs> it's cool. I, I liked you saying that idea of that the the magic of belief is what makes the technology work. Yeah, I, that's the that that, yeah. that got my interest. Yeah, yeah. That got my interest, and I, I don't have a. And this is the thing, I don't play Warhammer. But I don't think it's stupid that other people play and enjoy Warhammer. Sure. I think that's great. I would probably be delighted at a Kryn setting for D&D Magic the Gathering cards, but I also do acknowledge that as we bring all this stuff in, there's stuff that it's like, hey, I play Magic for Magic. And now magic's like the joke I made about, oh, do people actually play this as a game? Oh, some do, it's secondary, that this idea of the magic world is just a secondary thing. And it is, so I, I, I'm taking issue like strictly the term fantasy as a genre, sure, which sure, is, sure, sure. Is, is me getting sidelined by some of your language. I agree with you that magic has, a, has it should have, and it has for the longest time, had its own sort of life and theme and, and canon and lore, right? Mm. And that stuff has become quite second fiddle to a lot of what's going on, right? Look at how badly the law has been treated in recent times with novels and short stories and stuff like that, where it's funny comparing it to Warhammer where they're, they're devout. They would never let magic come into Warhammer right. because they're devout. They have they have huge spiraling book series and stuff like that. It's all very, they, they care so much about their law. It's Why so sellable. Why can't get that in magic? I don't know. They have an entire subdivision of their company that is only designed to make novels, including children's novels, detective fictions based on certain planets and planes. Or yeah. planes wow. Planets. You're it's, actually getting me really interested yeah, in Warhammer. Really cool stuff like that. Imagine, imagine if Magic released a novel every three weeks. Right, you have to read them all. Some of them are detective fiction. Some of them are a horror thing on the Nistrand. One of them's a horror thing on Kaladesh, where they're exploring the local folklore of Kaladesh. Imagine all these novels by New York Times bestsellers because they've got the money to pay them. They've got the money to but pay. But I know they're profitable. Is I don't know the answer to this. Is Warhammer a larger and more successful game no. than Magic? No. Then it how is, can they afford to do all that? It has blown up during the pandemic. Yeah. Warhammer has blown up. In popular, I got into it during the pandemic. Huh. Uh, all this sort of stuff. However, they only, and they're only they reporting good numbers, better than like British Gas. Like the electric companies in England are making less money than GW, our Games Workshop. However, it is only like, I don't know the exact number, it's like 200 million or whatever. It's a fifth of what Wizards, not Hasbro, Wizards of the Coast are making. Magic is making so much more money than Warhammer, yet Warhammer's got this diverse and weird business strategy. It's interesting to compare them, and that's not what this episode's about. That's, that All of this, I love how they're doing a Warhammer crossover to bring players into Magic, and this is making me really interested in Warhammer. There you go, there we go. Maybe there'll be a video one day where we play Warhammer. Like all that you stuff know? you just said to me is like, that's cool. Yeah. I would very much like to dive into those libraries and read those stories. Yeah, yeah. and I just wish Magic had that. I wish yes. Magic had that. So. I want to, we've joked before about like, my, my recurring joke is the Big Bang Theory secret layer, where it's, it's uh, mocking the idea of like, hey, they're nerds, that's magic adjacent. And I also know that the majority of people hearing that are cringing hardcore at it. I'm using that joke. I'm using humor as a means of criticism, which is uh, something I like to do. I use humor as a means of, of voicing what the issue is. Sure. But without joking, just being realistic, knowing what we know, and not doing something outrageous. But honestly, honestly, if you had to make a bet 
on what secret layer or universes beyond properties we would likely see in the next two plus years mm -hmm. after this batch goes. What do you think some of those would be? You give me one, I'll give you one. Okay, I'm gonna give you my safe one. All right, your safe one. So my safe one is gonna be uh, Star Wars. You really think we can do Star Wars? Absolutely. There's no Star Wars card game. Well, mm -hmm. there, there has been, but there isn't right now, right? I'm right in thinking that. There are Star Wars games made by Fantasy Flight, but no, no actual just raw card game as far as I understand it, only things with miniatures. So I think with the ongoing popularity of Star Wars and the big shows that are coming up as well, it seems like a no-brainer that they'll be one of the big properties they'll go towards. There's a potential that they don't and Fantasy Flight release a card game that doesn't succeed. No offense, Fantasy Flight, if anyone's watching it for the company. But I feel like it's just an absolute no-brainer that's where they want to be at. And they're not far off with like going across to things like Warhammer and stuff in terms of like aesthetic and things. So I think Star Wars is just a really obvious one, mm -hmm. more so than even... Well, I won't say other things in case they're your ones. Well, I think that I I think based on what you said is my safe one, which is Marvel. Yes, I think that was what the, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. It's more likely than, but go on. So Marvel does have a card game out right now, mm -hmm. and they they do have a lot of, but there is also a lot of. I don't know who owns what in terms of the rights, if they're licensing it or if they tried making their own product, or I don't know any of that. Uh, Marvel is owned by Disney though too, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah. it's it's the same place. Disney also has like I like we've got it behind me on the shelf. Uh, villainous. Uh, uh, it came out and it's Disney Villains, the board game, and they did a Marvel Villains, the board game. We should try playing it. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, have you ever played Villainous? No. It's, it's fun. I like it. It's like you play as Jafar and your opponent is Cruella DeVille. That's and cool. they've got one you play as Thanos and your, your opponent yeah, is cool. a, a less powerful well, Maybe villain. this is why both objections there are off. Are because off. Fantasy Flight own all the rights to the Star Wars stuff. You've got right. Villainous and uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol is their miniature wargaming version. Those are always made by different companies. So there might be some toes that get stepped on. Right. But Hasbro are big enough and strong enough and powerful enough and rich enough that if they really wanted to start bulldozing through and trying to get some of those things, it could happen in time, whether that be now or in a couple of years. I could also see the advantages for Disney in having Magic the Gathering Marvel cards and that Marvel is in a phase where they're having a little bit of trouble getting the same sort of attention as when it was going from Iron Man to Thor to Avengers. Mm -hmm. And now they're, they're trying to find themselves again. And all you do is you have, this is a nerd culture. It's hot, magic's blowing up and it's like a special limited edition printing, one time only, mm -hmm. of an Iron Man card, a Thanos card, or this card, and it gets just gets people talking about Marvel. They, 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 they their, their Disney Plus show just ended and the next one doesn't start for two weeks. We need people talking about Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I could see that advantage, but it, it- It gives them the collectible market as well. This is why I was thinking for Star Wars and this, because Pokemon cards are huge. Uh, this has all been happening during like um, lockdown and stuff. Right. right, collectibles are up, 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 and they don't really have a collectible market as such, as far as I understand. There's no like trading cards for like these things at the moment. They happened in the past. So getting them into a collectible trading market like this, especially in a FOMO-y secret lair scenario, sounds like the kind of thing that they'd probably want for their properties. And you know Wizards of the Coast would would see nothing but upside to being able to do a Marvel secret lair. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I don't think Wizards would care that there's a, a, car, a Marvel card game. I don't mm -hmm. think Wizards would say, oh, wait, but what if this gets people playing the Marvel card game? I think Wizards would say, yes, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I would assume, well, I don't want to get into legal or anything, yes. but I would assume they'd sign contract. Like with the Star Wars example, they'd probably be like, if we release these, there's to be no exclusive card game from Fantasy Flight for this X number of years or whatever. There'll the be some. Fantasy Flight would never agree to that. Okay. Yeah, well, wow, yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. That's a whole I, conversation that I don't okay. know too much about. Do you got a less safe, but you still think it, it's in the um, works one? Yeah, so it, is this this might just be safe too. Maybe this thing, we're not doing hyperbolic ones, No, right? no, no, but we're like, doing what we could really see. There's gotta be things like Rick and Morty is like an obvious thing, right? Fine, yeah. Is that one of yours? <laughs> I can literally see what the marketing for it. Well, the it. slime one was art 
style yeah. was very similar anyway. That was almost like they hadn't quite got it down yet. So like, and Rick and Morty's been doing a lot of D and D stuff. They yeah, so the contract was that. already there. Yeah, and they, well, not even that. They just know who to call, and it was successful. Yeah, like it, it's just they did a Rick and Morty one that was themed with. It was a terrible episode, but it was themed with dragons, and he went to no, a wizard. No, world. I'm not talking just that. I'm talking there is a D and D supplement for. Rick no, no, and Morty. I know that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that the people who are behind the Rick and Morty stuff are maybe seeing the the connection between sure. the things. Yeah, it's, just, it's, a, it's a very obvious one. Again, these are not out, they're not crazy We're trying to be realistic. We're not saying this to upset people. Uh, I think, and this is talk about competing card game, would they do it from a competing card game from their own corporation if that card game ended, by which I mean Transformers. There was a Transformers huh, TCG, yeah. It was apparently really well designed and really well done. And everybody in my comments was saying, this game is fun, but it wasn't selling quite right. And they pulled the plug on it. And I think they might say, what about a Transformers black-bordered magic card? That's got to be a given, right? That's got to be. It's just they so own it. Easy it's a big thing. I wonder if they'd be afraid that it would prevent them from returning to a Transformers sure. game in the future. Or if maybe this is a way that they might feel could be a good connection for launching uh, relaunching the Transformers TCG. Or it launches just as a universe is beyond its magic oh rules. In, is that so where we, this, this be might be where we're going? Trans, this might be a where Transformers we're going. set. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like, no, we're not, we're not, we tried a Transformers TCG. We consider it a failure, even though players said it was super fun. I was literally in the process of, cool, I'm going to go pick it up, learn how to play, do a learn to play video, and they pulled the plug on it. Yeah. And uh, so it's like, give it a little more time. I was about to do my Maybe video. Maybe it was wizards. pulled because they knew Universes Beyond was coming. We need to put the. They're you know, just going to, Transformers will be a recurring... It will transform. <laughs> I could very much see it, yeah. Do you want my tragic one? Yeah. One that I'm a bit scared of? Yeah. Uh, okay, so Warhammer 40k is successful. Maybe they do another Warhammer 40k one at some point. But eventually they do Warhammer Age of Sigmar, which is their fantasy mm. property. The reason I think this is tragic is because this, to me, would signpost a complete disregard for keeping their own license alive because Age of Sigmar is just a grimmer, darker version of magic in many ways. It's the fantasy thing, right? Mm -hmm. And that, to me, would signify we don't really care. Like, here, here is another fantasy property. Here's some cards from it. It does not matter to us. We don't care about our own lore and our back canon. That would be the tragic one for me, weirdly. And I'm, I'm not super into Age of Sigmar. I might get into it soon anyway. So it's not like, it's not tragic because I don't like the game. It's tragic because it feels like a disregard for magic. Weirdly, they're doing more adjacent things feels like they're eating up, they're cannibalizing their own space, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Weird, kind of like you said earlier, would you prefer it to be far out there or not? I think far out there is safer in terms of they actually still care about the magic canon. So that one would be a bad signpost. So I have two. They're not ones that I think will happen anymore, but they're ones that I am beyond just flabbergasted, didn't happen literally as like, maybe they're gonna, it's too late to announce it, the timing's off, but in the same way Stranger Things and Netflix, I cannot believe that that didn't coincide with a Cowboy Bebop uh, uh, secret sure. lair. With uh, maybe like, like illustrations that are in between the original anime characters and the new live mm. action actors, or just maybe they couldn't get the rights, but I, maybe they well, maybe we're lucky because I think that people would have been upset if it has the live action actors yeah, yeah, on Cowboy Bebop cards. But I'm really surprised given the timing that it's launching and the way that these are secret layers and universes beyond are in many ways advertisements for other properties, which is weird. But then the other one, which I think people have been much more receptive to, and, well, I think people would have loved Cowboy Bebop in the original anime. Yeah. 
Well, the, the, the they would have loved a cowboy the, the anime artist they used recently, and like the like with War of the Spark and stuff like that in Castlevania recently. Yeah. Like it fits, it fits. And I'm really surprised because this one I think would have been received very positively. Uh, but the movie's already out, is that they didn't do a Dune secret lair. I thought that that it's sci-fi, it's, but the, everybody in my timeline's talking about Dune, the, so the crossover, people who play Magic probably went and saw Dune. I literally was going to go see it and missed it, and I just it's haven't had a chance. I, I was going it. to go see it with it. the, the, the so uh, Command Zone crew when I was in LA, and they said, yeah, we're all going down as a company, and I was like, I'll be there. And then I called them up that morning and said, I can't make it. <laughs> do you know that Dune and Warhammer have incredible amounts of similarities in terms of plot and background and lore? Do you know that? I don't know that because I don't know the plot of Warhammer. Yeah, well, there you go. I'm letting you know now. Right. Yeah, it's a very yeah. it's a very obvious one. I thought you were going to say Game of Thrones because that's one I didn't want to go with because it's weird that it hasn't happened, right, before Stranger Things, but there's it more Game of Thrones. It never will now. Well, no, there's a Game of Thrones TV show's coming. There's all the Targaryen oh, prequel God, stuff. Oh, God, can you imagine a secret layer for Game of Thrones, but it's not even the prime Game yeah, of Thrones it's the prime. Prequel stuff. It's, 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 I, I, that is one that I think is a very likelihood, right? Um, that one makes me cringe a bit if it's yeah. like if it's if it's Game of Thrones, well, but it's not even the good like it's I don't even get <laughs> to be Ned Stark. Well, think of it this way. So Walking Dead has happened and that's HBO. Right. And HBO uh, are the owners of Game of Thrones, right? It's almost I am I that's one I think is also quite safe. And I thought you were gonna have it, so I didn't throw it out. Man, if you're gonna do an HBO secret layer, curb your enthusiasm now. <laughs> but uh, I have one more okay. that is it is cynical. It is cynical, but it is one I think is realistic. Mm -hmm. So I want to be clear that I am not, uh, 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 you know, like like trying to just make people groan with this, but I really can see it. And the one that I really can see is Monopoly. Yeah, and because it's so far out there, it's kind of like Furby for me. I, I like Furby yeah. as a thing and as an aesthetic as part of that like, retro. Monopoly, I don't, but I don't, it doesn't bother me. It's not even, it's not, I'm not like, oh, it's like Fortnite bothers me. Like lands bit. and it's... Boardwalk or Park Place the Land or yeah, Community Chest yeah. as a clue token. The Monopoly Man is a legendary uh, Uncle Moneybags. It was. It, it's yeah, he almost, makes your foils cost less. Yeah, which is basically. Uh, but that's that's the that's the same that's water thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. But I could see them doing it because Monopoly is one of these properties, and it's what I'm worried Magic is turning into, where they have no way to innovate with Monopoly. They just need to reskin it and sell it. Where it's like, oh, we did a Star Trek Monopoly. Like actually, this happened to me recently. It wasn't Monopoly, but someone thought. They saw a board game that had a Star Trek skin on it, and they thought Brian would love this, and they bought it for me as a gift. And I was just like, I was like, oh, thank you. Like, you know, like yeah. I, I didn't, I wasn't I, into it. I've but, had two monopolies bought for me in my time, right? And, that's and how, I don't like Monopoly. <laughs> Seventy so percent like, of all thank, Monopoly thank sales are, are for gifts because it's another skin. And I could see them saying, you know, if we did this, maybe it'll get another. It'll indirectly get people buying Monopoly. I'm surprised they haven't done Magic: The Gathering Monopoly mm, yet. Maybe yeah. they'll do that coincide. And stuff, well, but seen, I could really seen see no a Monopoly secret lair. Secret lairs yet, have we? We haven't seen a. We've got. We have My Little Pony, but we've also secret lair. We've right. had no Transformers. We've had no Mr. Potato Head. We've had no Furby. We've Two had, of my picks were Hasbro Transformers. Yeah, and this is what I'm Monopoly. thinking. They've got to be. They've got to be in the works. They they've have to do be. at least one or Furby, like you so, said. So something I did consider what can't happen was because uh, they used to have the Vampire the Masquerade license, right? Mm -hmm. And we've just had the Vampire set, so that's not a thing. Also, I believe Vampire the Masquerade, the card game, which Wizards used to make Jihad, is now being made by a different company. So it's not gonna happen, but that was one that went through my head when I was thinking of predictions. Uh, but it's just not possible. And also, if it was gonna happen, this would have been the prime spot to do it, but they went with Dracula instead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so but there's gotta be Hasbro secret layers in the works, has to be. Okay, so we've done realistic. Mm -hmm. Let's talk, you know, closing out. What is your uh, least likely to happen, but you would want it to happen. Oh, so like, in, it's never gonna happen, but it would make me happy. My see, guilty pleasure secret layer? Yeah, Dream yeah guilty pleasure, All yeah, right. yeah. This is so far out there, but imagine if 
it was needed reprints in magic skins. They've already done that though. The fetch time one. Oh, I meant, but for $29.99. Oh, right. Afford affordable price. Never, never in a million years. 